0: 30 Nerdy's presenting sponsor and the home of all of the official 30 Nerdy swag is Advertising Expressions.
1: Juice, what would Superman be without the big S on his shirt? Oh,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about Iron Man? What, what if he couldn't slap that Stark Industries logo on everything?
1: You know, Clark and Tony, they probably go to Advertising Expressions, like us, for all their advertising needs. Oh, yeah. And so should you.
0: And when you need your own symbol, like for work, church, school, a a team of super friends, maybe, check out Advertising Expressions. They can help you get your name and logo in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible.
1: That's right. So whether you're a billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, or faster than a speeding bullet, check out Advertising Expressions at advertising-expressions.com
0: Or give them a call at 423-586-3270
1: And tell them the nerds at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. What's up, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome to the 30 and 30 podcast WrestleMania special. We just thought we'd uh we'd give y'all a few days to catch up. Some of y'all might not have gotten to seize it. And you know how we're spoiling things. We don't want to do that. We're doing it this for this weekend. So yeah, that's what you're getting. But uh WrestleMania. What? what? You know, WrestleMania. What? The Show of Shows. What? Showcase of the Immortals. What? The Grandest Stage of Them All.
2: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, WrestleMania was last weekend. and um, WrestleMania sure was
0: last weekend. It We're was. a little late, but that's okay. Everybody needs a little time to catch up and, and really think about what we've seen and let it all sink in. Yeah. And let's really think about how we feel about this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, because yeah, I've yeah. done some thinking. I've really, I, I've really done some searching yeah. about this WrestleMania. I got to tell you, and Re-watched I realized a few man. things, and uh, I'm ready to
1: openly discuss it right here today. Okay, for for the for the viewers, for the listeners, for the listeners. Hopefully, really? the okay. Uh, well, that sounds great to me. Uh, so, yeah, why don't we just uh, dive right on in here, Juice? You've got a nice little lovely outline here for WrestleMania. Um, well, that's what and, I do. Uh, we this is this has been somewhat of a tradition for us. It's it's probably one of our older traditions as as
0: somewhat family. indeed, my friend. That's right. We sat down and thought about it. We have since WrestleMania twenty seven. Mm-hmm. We have been together for every WrestleMania except for uh, number thirty one which was San Jose, California, because I was there in person and you were not. Yes. Um,
1: I was not about to make a trek to California.
0: We were watching wrestling together around WrestleMania 26, uh, but I was in New York uh, on a choir trip at the time, so we didn't watch that one together. But at 27, WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta, we were there together for the first one we watched together. We were there live. And then uh, all the way throughout except for 31, we were there for 33. We've been together for every WrestleMania. Yeah, whether so
1: that in a living room or a man cave or in person, we've we've tried to watch everyone together since you started. And let's not sugarcoat the fact of you missed twenty six watching with me because you were singing in Carnegie freaking Hall, my friend. Let's not <laughs> yeah. blaze over that. Like, yeah, I know. Okay, problem. to miss WrestleMania when you're singing in Carnegie Hall. So no, listen cool. though, I. I got to tell you, though, this
0: was like, other than when I was a kid and discovered wrestling, this was like really the height of my wrestling fandom in yeah. my, you know, when, when I came back into it. And so I was literally calling every place in New York that I could find to ask <laughs> them if they were going to show WrestleMania because I was going to find my way there. OK, I even hopped on a subway and went to a Buffalo Wild Wings in like Harlem or something. Nice. trying to figure out are you guys showing WrestleMania and they were not nobody was showing it so i missed out
1: on it uh, but you were texting me It crazy to me that nowhere in new york city was showing WrestleMania if there was i had
0: i didn't do a good job of finding it like at the, today, i bet there's
1: at the height of pay per view though like mm-hmm. WrestleMania 26 social everyone. media like
0: social media wasn't as big yeah. then as it is now so like today if we were in that situation i could easily like type in wrestlemania viewing parties public parties new york whatever like and i would be able to find something no problem yeah. but back then if that was available i wasn't smart enough to figure out how to find it but i was yeah. bummed that i missed out but yeah it, it is for sure a tradition yeah. that we look forward to every year we get so excited about it and And we just have so much fun watching the shows together, especially the big ones, Rumble and Mania and SummerSlam. We try to do all those. So, Especially now that
1: it's two nights, it gives us an opportunity to, okay, on night one, I'll get dinner. On night two, you get dinner. So night one, you covered dinner, and it was this beautiful nacho bar. And then night two, me and Maddie brought B-dubs. So it's like it gives us an opportunity to kind of divide and conquer night one yeah. and night two, which I love. We feast, we feast like kings every time. Yes, I mean so, I credit Monday morning, or oh, late yeah. Sunday night. But.
0: When you feel like you got a rock sitting in the bottom of your gut, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no joke. <laughs> um, but what makes it even great, uh, even better even greater is when the show is good and sometimes, you know, the show is kind of eh, whatever, Backless. but this year, I feel like both of us are in agreement that the show was pretty great overall. And uh, we were, we were pretty happy with it. So I'm excited to talk about it a little bit. We, some matches, I think we probably won't talk about as much as others because, you know, we weren't really ex- as excited or as in- into all of yeah. uh, all the matches. As we were others, but uh, first, I want to talk a little, about, a little bit about the Hall of Fame, because some people are saying this is the greatest Hall of Fame class in the history of the WWE Hall of Fame. And it's hard to argue that solely because of the headliner, The Undertaker. I mean, The Undertaker maybe
1: should have been the
0: one and only one for this year, in my opinion.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, we, we knew it was coming when he laid his hat and boots in the ring when we were there. We knew it was coming when he had that bad match at in India or wherever they were with, um, with Kane and DX. We knew it was coming every time he attempted to get in the ring since the one we were at where Roman beat him. I I I mean, I, I would say like if they weren't gonna do just him, uh still include the Warrior Award. Probably. I would still I would yeah, still maybe. probably include that. Um, but I, other I than that, feel like- this, this could have been a Taker-centric. You could have inter- inducted Taker, Mark Calloway, and the American Badass all in one setting.
0: Some, some names are so big and so iconic that, that they can carry the, the whole thing just themselves. Like the very first ever inductee into the Hall of Fame was Andre the Giant. and He was the only one during yeah. that ceremony. And, you know, Undertaker is on that level, undoubtedly. So, but the whole class. Let's talk about the whole the whole kit and caboodle here. Uh, first up, we had the the uh, dog faced gremlin Rick Steiner and his brother Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. The Steiner brothers, huge uh, tag team in the late eighties, early nineties, big names. Um, Scott Steiner, of course, part of the NWO in the late 90s. He always was known for those weird, wacky promos. Like, he would do math, two plus three, square root of this, whatever. And he would <laughs> – did you ever see that in TNA?
1: Also known for one of the biggest botches in TNA uh, with Christian. Um, um, Christian, like, like they're, they're fighting and they're on the side of the ring and, like, Christian just kind of puts his hands on him, his hand on, the, like, like, his back or something. And he just immediately just takes himself and just goes down and smacks the oh, ring yeah. Christian didn't yeah, even have absolutely. a hold of him. Like it's, it's a botch that's overplayed constantly. Um, right. One of the, the YouTube channel, Botchamania, it's one of their favorite to go to, to make fun of, to use as a promo or whatever. Um, big Papa Pump, I can't honestly say I was ever a fan of after, you know, Same. the big, he and his brother broke up and you know his brother stopped wrestling uh but look at going back i I have the dvd uh best tag teams in the history of wrestling and going back and watching that stuff though them together young i love that love them as a tag team together but big papa pump stuff i cannot say oh i loved it i can't say as a
0: kid I was the height of my wrestling fandom was like Wolfpack, Hollywood NWO, WCW Goldberg streak. That whole time was like a height. I was obsessed, right? And I pretty much hated all the black and white NWO guys, the Hollywood NWO, and Scott Steiner was probably at the top of the list. I hated that stupid bleached hair and the little goatee, that chain, and sunglasses. The chainmail head thing and the the kissing the bicep, oh, I hated him I despised him
1: um, and I never got over it but Go has ahead. he taken the top echelon of earthquake hate? no 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 well that no, no, no. God earthquake jeez <laughs> Someone's listening to this and like, I really what waste like what this. What his deal with earthquake is? Like, I don't get a lot it.
0: People love earthquake. I just hated it. I hated earthquake. So the Steiner brothers, rightfully inducted, Absolutely. Deserved their spot for sure. Uh, they were inducted by Rick Steiner's son. What do they call him? Braun Breaker, something Braun like Breaker. that. But he definitely he he should go by Steiner. Yeah, let's face it. Uh, the
1: now that. two-time NXT champion. Lost it to Ziggler, got it back from Ziggler. Sure. On um,
0: Raw.
1: On Raw. So it's great. I think he's great. I think within the year or so he'll be off NXT and he'll be in the main uh the main roster. But at the same time, I would say I hope he's not. Because look how many great NXT stars disappear
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they get brought up.
0: I don't think that'll happen to him. I think they'll do it right with him. And I'm wondering, you know, like one day, maybe uh, this time in a couple years, we'll be having the conversation about him being the one to dethrone the great Roman Reigns. Could it (laughs) it happen? I don't know. We'll see.
1: Could it? Are they going? Big question is, are they going to let Roman beat some of these names that they put him up there with? Are we going to have Roman as champion next WrestleMania? I think so. Wow. I I I do believe that, yeah, and I'm really hoping for
0: that uh, Rock and Roman match next year, but we'll see. So moving on, the uh, Warrior Award was given to Shad Gaspard. Uh, for those who don't know, tragically, he lost his life. Uh, I guess last year, the year before, uh, he was at the the beach with his family, and he and his son were swimming. They got caught in like a like a, a tide thing, or whatever you call it. Yeah, rip tight and um he was able to to get his son out of it and save his son, but unfortunately he didn't make it. And did you see any of this on yeah. the oh, oh yeah. my gosh? They, so they had all this footage right. of him with his son. They were like training on the beach and they were in the car and just like, oh man, it was heartbreaking.
1: Like it punched me in the heart, you know, my my dad heart. What I hate about it is. When he and JT, when they broke up crime time, he was promised all this stuff. Like, he was going to be the guy to take on Cena, the next big thing. They were going to push the living daylights out of him. And then, just out of nowhere, they released him. So, like, he was promised all this stuff. Like, we're going to break you guys up. And he was very weird about that because he had, you know, him and Jay were brothers. You know, that's all they were. They were crime time. They traveled together. They... You know, if if ride-along was a thing when they were at their height as tag team, you know, dominance or whatever, or fun tag teams, you know, they'd, they'd be in the show. And it'd be great. Jay still looks great. Um, I know that, like, when you started picking up uh, wrestling again after we first met, you one of the first things you said is, who the hell is Crown time and what is this? <laughs> like, this is not... <laughs> wrestling that i grew up with i wasn't having it but me and chris mack loved them my older brother we would always anytime they'd come in brooklyn brooklyn with me and chris mack would do their little high five thing and money money yeah yeah we loved crime time um i hated it i hated that he kind of got stiffed but you know it's part of the business i hate that he disappeared but near the end of his life especially in those video packages you can see that he found peace yeah an inner peace and he was a great dad and that package like i don't have a i don't have a child but i imagine like as a dad that hits you like it was even making me miss i was like god i was yeah i was i was
0: i had some tears welling up for sure um it was god just so heartbreaking uh and that poor kid, you know, you could see he yeah. he he and his mother came out to accept the award, and I think the kid was just so overwhelmed. I mean, you could tell just by looking at him. And yeah, um, and, and how could you not be?
1: Yeah. Still. And Jay still looked great. Uh, JTG looks great still. Um, I hope he's doing well. I haven't really followed him since. I have, yeah,
0: I have no idea what's going on. Left with
1: WWE, but uh, but he was he was a force, man. Uh, even his crime time, even the little bit that he got to do some solo stuff before he was released, he was, he was on his way to being a big, a big guy, you know? Uh, but I think it's very deserving. I, uh, yeah.
3: uh, you
1: know, rest in peace to Shad, uh, thoughts go out to him, him and his family every single day. Um, I couldn't imagine. I really couldn't. Next on the list. It's time. It's time. It's <clears throat> Vader time.
0: Listen, it's long overdue. It should have been 10 years ago. Yes. I don't know what the holdup was. That, And I've heard so many of the old timers talk about how much that would have meant to him. Like, it means, obviously, it means so much to all of them, you know, I'm sure, who go in. But, like, they said specifically, even when he was alive, like, this will be huge for him. That would that would mean the world to him. And, you know, he's gone now. And that's so sad uh, to
1: me. And I think it's and, one of those lessons of why wait? Yeah. You know what? If they're not wrestling anymore and they contributed to the business like Vader did, why did you wait so long?
0: There was no reason not to. I. I mean, I've never – Tried to look into why. I don't know if there was some kind of beef or anything. Uh, you know, who, who knows, really? Yeah. But uh, it, it's long overdue. He's a legend. Absolutely. Vader's a Hall of Famer.
3: Mm. And
1: Absolutely. Yes, in the ring, he was also in Boy Meets World. He That's, was.
0: Oh, yeah. And they, they, sure, uh, they showed that in the video package for him. So, moving on, we always have to have a female inductee into the Hall of Fame, of course. Uh, and... This year's surprised me a little bit, i got to say. Queen Charmel, all hell,
2: Queen Charmel. Oh, shucky-ducky. Quack, quack.
1: Um, You know, she was, uh, you know, I I didn't love King Booker. He did great stuff as King Booker. I think one of his more memorable things as King Booker was with the Boogeyman. Um, Yeah. But... And him and Charmelle played that stuff really well together. Like when they were doing these, she sold the living daylights out of it.
0: She's an incredible performer. She started out as a nitro girl, which I totally forgotten. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe I didn't even know. I don't, I don't remember, but I was like, Whoa. Uh, So she was a nitro girl. Um, and they showed a lot of the stuff from, like you were talking about, the King Booker and the Boogeyman era. And she came out and she gave a great speech. She was, you know, she was a lot of fun, great. But Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, I no, no, no disrespect to Queen Charmel and, and Booker T and all that. None at all. I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Queen
1: Charmel, but Hall of Fame? Yeah. I think it's an interesting choice out of all the divas that we've had that aren't in there yet, who actually, and again, no disrespect, got in the ring more. Like there are divas that aren't in the business anymore that were actually in the ring that, in my opinion, did a lot for the business that still aren't in the hall of fame. And, you know, uh, I think it's an interesting choice. Uh, Again, I think it's deserving, in some facets, but maybe not as see I here I, I just I don't know. When when I I don't when I think Queen Charmel, I don't think Hall of Fame. You know? I understand. Understand. I, I can't say that I initially thought about it. But like is Miss Elizabeth in?
0: Uh I don't know, but she should be. Macho yeah. didn't even go in until a few years ago.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um,
0: there's a lot of rumor about his yeah. relationship events, and I don't know, but um, it is what it is. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the big one, The Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame, probably the most, definitely the most unique speech ever uh, and arguably the best of all time. Best speech of all time, inducted yeah. by Vince McMahon, which doesn't happen much.
1: That's very it, true.
0: And and the fact that he had one of those, he had like a headset mic, and he yeah, walked he, around the ring.
1: When room. he walked or when he walked in with that headset mic on, I was like, "Oh, we're in for one." <laughs> it was like the Undertaker <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> we are in for a speech. Um, I, I wish that I could say I didn't blubber like a baby, uh, but I did because as any listener knows, as you know, as anyone in my family who doesn't watch wrestling knows, my top two my entire life have been HBK and the Undertaker. Undertaker probably at number one because of the dark character. You know, Sean going in and being done was hard, but I still had the Undertaker. and now... I think I texted this to Christopher, and I think I texted to you all, too. Um, H is done. Taker's in the Hall of Fame and done. Sean is done. Scott Hall has died. You Steve Austin just had Alton a WrestleMania right. match. Steve Austin had his last WrestleMania match. Probably Vince McMahon, hopefully, at his last. <laughs> it truly felt... This mania felt like the end the true end of an era and someone but then but then you got someone like Edge who you never thought would wrestle again
3: yeah
1: Um. I don't think things that have happened in these last couple of years and might happen in the next couple of years I don't think it'll ever be like this again Um. I don't think She's... you'll I know you'll never you will never ever 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 have an Undertaker ever again you'll never have a phenom yeah it's over like his character is done and what he gave to us is done it's now finished and that's hard for someone like me who grew up loving the dead man and i lean so heavy on the streak like i mean you you were there when they ended (laughs) I was silent the rest of the night. I couldn't. It took weeks for me to really come to terms. And and this is this is this is macho Broadway. This is a show. This is not, you know,
0: I I remember laying in bed that night, like thinking about the whole thing. Like, did somebody mess up? Was it a mistake? What just happened? What's going on? That
1: had to be a mistake. He had to be like passed out for a little while or, or the ref screwed up or he was knocked out or, or, or this, this is, this is wrong. Surely to God, they'll walk it back or yeah, I know it was
0: Lesnar just didn't, in my opinion, Brock Lesnar didn't need it. And no. I understand he, since then, since that time, eight years ago, he's gone on to do all these incredible things and he's considered like the top of the food chain, mm-hmm. but I mean, he was pretty high up there even then. So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, but speaking back to that whole end of an era thing, like, let's think about it. How many guys from when we were kids are really still around? The
3: Hardys, Edge. Uh, that's, I mean, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, so the
0: Hardys, the end of an era thing has sort of become this cliche sort of thing, but it's, really i think that feeling
1: like cuz i mean even seeing happened. a little bit a little bit of a AEW i keep up with like even seeing them together again it's not like it was what 3 years ago when we saw them return to mania yeah it even it doesn't even hold a candle to to then like it just each mania i feel like we have this conversation of like wow we're we're really coming out of our era Certain people aren't even doing it anymore. And, I mean, you're talking about the King of Kings not being at Mania anymore. The Phenom, <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania himself, HBK, not being at Mania anymore. And even now, Cena's not even at every Mania. Like, we're at that point where Cena's gone. Yeah. It's just, it's, and this one really, it hurt. It, it was such a great moment. It was a beautiful speech. Him talking to Hunter, talking to Sean, talking to Vince, you know, talking to Kane. Um, it was great. Talking
0: about Yokozuna, Brian Adams, um, all those guys. Yeah. It it was the whole thing was great.
1: It it possibly was one of the better, if not best, Hall of Fame classes. Yeah. For speeches alone. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, the dead man's finally in it. And I uh, can honestly say that, you know, 10-year-old Tyler probably never would have thought this day was coming. If we don't get Rock and Roman next year,
0: we maybe we will get Rock in the Hall of Fame. Or maybe both. That happens sometimes. You know, Ric Flair went in the Hall of Fame same time he had his last match. So,
1: yeah, he was technically an active Hall of Famer. So,
0: so that's the Hall of Fame. And uh, like we said, it was a great class, but let's move on to the real show. WrestleMania yes. Saturday. Uh, the attendance was reported at 77,889 wild and crazy fans. A
2: lot of people.
0: And I'll go ahead and say, you know, we usually do this thing. It used, we used to be a lot more serious about it than, than we have been in recent years, but we try to, we picked the winner, like who's, who's going to win this match. You know, and we keep counting how many we get right, how many get wrong. One of the worst times for me ever. I I don't think you did very well either. Uh, Not one. We we didn't really pick them at all this time. Uh, So a lot of things happened that we didn't expect. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, So let's just start with the first match. Uh, It was the Usos. Versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick booze who suffered a terrible uh, knee injury of some sort
1: during the match.
3: I'm glad like I did
1: see it happen. Because I'd have been ruined for the rest of the night.
0: Yeah, I've, I didn't notice it, but I heard about it. So this was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And uh, the Usos... Defeated uh, Shinsuke and Rick boobs and I think this one. I think I'm pretty sure I said the Usos. I don't remember what you said, yeah. so I, I called this one. Uh, it was a good match. i um, I love the Usos, and uh, I, like
1: I, I like. I love that they're doing this whole bloodline thing. Hopefully, um, I think the other Uso uh, is in NXT right now, doing really well. I wouldn't be shocked if he, you know. Wins his wins the North American title soon and joins the bloodline because he's been making a lot of bloodline promos lately. Um, and uh, a whole a, crew of them, it time, it's time for Tamina to be in it, yes, know? yes. And make if Nia were to ever yeah. come back, she should be in it. Make it a full bloodline, put them all yes. in it, put the, all the I titles agree. on them, yes. Go big or go home. Uh, next we had Drew
0: McIntyre versus Happy Corbin and <laughs> didn't really care so much about it. Um, I, sure I think it, Drew done cut that ring, he uh, the fake sword cut the fake ring ropes or whatever it was that they did. Um, that was really the only memorable thing about the match. Um, but there apparently was this whole thing about. Happy Corbin was undefeated or nobody been able to get out of his move or something. And Drew was able able to kick out of it. Out of the end of days. So that was the story here. And I had predicted that happy Corbin would win just because of that whole deal. And uh, no, Drew McIntyre won. And he has this sword and I think the sword is really stupid uh, because if you're going to carry the sword around, you're going to have to use it at some point. Yeah, no, he has it. cut like,
1: one's head off, and I'm he upset. Got the
0: ropes, but it's like obviously we don't expect him to do that. So why is he carrying it around and swinging it at people?
1: Yeah, like obviously it's, you can't kill someone. Stupid, I hate it. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so here's here's one of these things where I was saying I've done some thinking. Okay, and I didn't have to really think too hard about it because you were there. Uh, <laughs> the next match was the Miz and Logan Paul. Defeating Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I predicted the Mysterios would win I did and that maybe we would get like a re- uh, a, a mask on Dominic, the one that they stole, like Miz stole Ray's mask. Maybe he would give that to Dominic, and you know, he would carry on the legacy, whatever. No, we didn't get that. But you know, it's been well documented in the history of our show. Whenever we talk about wrestling, I'm one of those guys who I don't like the silliness, I like believability i want i want to i want to believe and i don't want my intelligence to be insulted with with the silliness that they do sometimes and i'm never really much of a fan of the celebrity angles i understand that that, that it's a good thing and it brings in exposure and blah, blah 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 i get it okay but like we all know my epic rant about bad bunny last year okay and i still feel that way okay i still feel that way but i enjoyed this for what it was yeah um i'm a pretty big i have been a pretty big Miz fan but here lately i've just kind of been living in whatever same old same old um and logan paul i know next to nothing about except he's a social media guy and he has done a lot of stupid stuff before um and he's probably somebody that in real life i
1: wouldn't care much for (laughs) yeah oh i can go ahead and tell you that if you were in the collecting game like uh our dear friend the rev you don't like him
0: a 5.4 million dollar pokemon card
1: yeah it's like the only one in the world and he just dropped a crap ton of cash on it and it's like that doesn't impress me and i I don't like the pauls i didn't like his brother i don't like him I, i could care less
0: so here's here's what's good about that though that is great great stuff for a heel everybody already hates him so there you go that's that's we don't have very many true heels today like roman reigns is is a great heel obviously and he's he's just destroying everybody and all these people that we love and and he's just destroying everybody was loving cowboy brock lesnar and then roman beats him what but at the same time he's a He's awesome. <laughs> he's but awesome. He's over. So he's over. And so it's like I love him. I love. what I'm entertained by. Him. I love watching what he does. But a a, a a true heel, a great heel, you just can't made him care for time. So Logan Paul looked great. He looks like he's believable in the ring. He he the the facial expressions and the performance aspect of it. He nailed it. He was on it. He's, he's been respectful of the business, like, and he's gone on and talked about, like, no, y'all don't understand, that's no bouncy, springy mat, like, those bumps hurt. Um, he's protected the business better than a lot of the wrestlers do nowadays, which is crazy. Uh, yeah. So, you know, normally this is something I'd be rolling my eyes about, like, no, I don't care, but I was not offended by this one bit. I thought it was a lot better than what I expected it to be, yeah. and I thought that everything that Logan Paul was involved in physically – was believable, you know, for someone yeah. who it's their first time in the ring, but they have that build. They look the way he does, and doesn't well, he have a boxing experience? Yeah,
1: he's he's not exactly like new to athleticism. Here you go in former fashion, like
2: here you
1: go. He, you know, he he is of this world of sport, of entertainment and like yeah. athleticism and boxing and fighting right. and stuff like that. So he's not like Bad Bunny coming off of you know a, a rap tour. Or yeah. Stephen Amell coming out and, of the Arrow show. To, and also
0: Bad Bunny, who is looks like he weighs 90 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. Right? That's the biggest thing for me. So, so yeah. yeah. Okay, now moving on. This is the second half of the card for the night. And this is why this last bit here, this is why, for me, Saturday was better than Sunday. Okay. So Bianca Belair – and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, for me, probably match of the night or maybe match of the whole weekend. Up there. It's, it's one or two for me. Yeah. Or maybe I should say one or 1A. One um, I predicted Becky Lynch would win. I thought we would continue uh, – heel Becky on top for a while and maybe we'd get the haircut uh, for Bianca, but it was not meant to be. And I was happy to be wrong because Bianca's our hometown girl, go Vols. Yes. And we love her and she's back on top again. And uh, I'm I'm stoked about that. And I I thought it was an awesome match. And you mentioned to me, she got a heck of a shiner. She does have a shiner. On her left eye. Yeah, Everybody, go back and check out her. Uh, she came out and did a promo on Raw uh last Monday and she takes her sunglasses off. She had a shiner Ooh, big time. Uh, it was a great match, very, 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 very physical, hard hitting, exciting. Our girl Bianca is 2 0 at WrestleMania, both title yeah. matches. So, yeah, she she's- is quickly cementing herself as a major star future hall of famer herself. Probably definitely, definitely. Oh yeah. So, I mean, she's really done. She's had a lot of firsts, so that was good stuff. All right. So the next one we had Seth Rollins, because I refuse to refer to him as Seth freaking Rollins um, showing up for his match with his unnamed opponent, chosen by Vince McMahon, and as most people expected, it was the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Unfortunately, what was a surprise was that Vince McMahon did not put a condition or clause in his contract that he must get his horrible neck tattoo removed before <laughs> being on WWE television. i uh, That's the greatest surprise of them all, I think, because if I were Vince that'd be that'd be the, the first thing on on the table. You All get right, get rid of that. All right, pal. I do. <laughs> Go get that taken care of, and we got to do. we'll it's talk. It's <laughs> hideous and
1: so distracting. Yeah. Makes me kind of not like <laughs> a little bit. Thing is is like I've I've never seen anyone like start at the neck tattoo. Like, usually, like, if you're getting a neck tattoo, your collarbone's covered, your back is covered, and the neck is the next step. It's the only freaking thing there, and it stands out like a sore thumb, and it's red, white, and blue, and it's, it's like, dude, like, what's it connecting to? It's like a sleeve, you know. I thought it was
0: supposed to be, like, the shape of a state or something. I've thought that this whole time, and then come to find out it's his little nightmare symbol. Yeah. So, whatever. Um,
2: it's whatever. Yeah, he's
1: was happening. Uh, it, it's great to see the prodigal son return. He went yeah. off. It had been six years since he had been in it. Uh, a WWE ring. Uh, one thing I will say, as much as I've been up and down about AEW, I hate, I still to this day hate that they kind of insult their intelligence of, like, he's not been out there doing other stuff. Like we can't talk about the stuff he did in the indies or create or creating obviously AEW, but the stuff he did in AEW, but like, kind of like what Zach Ryder's doing right now. Like he went out and he sowed his oats and he made himself bigger and a better name for himself and, and honed his craft and got better on the mic and did all this stuff. And it's like, but he hasn't been here in six years. It's like, no, but he's been busting his ass somewhere else. I, I hate that part.
0: No, I, I, yes, I agree with what you're saying. But at the same time, McDonald's isn't going to talk about Burger King.
1: Oh, no. No. He hasn't changed a bit. Same suit, same hair, same look that he had in AEW. Didn't change a thing about him. Almost as if they just went and got him. Same music. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm
0: going to be interested to see. What happens? We were talking earlier today off air about about this whole thing, and I'm fully expecting Cody to be in the title picture at Summerslam. Yeah, to come out and and do a promo and Raw about you know my dad this and you know I dreamed of putting that belt in his hands and all that stuff. Uh, you're not going to talk about all that and not at least be in the picture. So
1: well, and you're not going to say no to going back to the company you created and come back to WWE without something promised to you you know you're not going to do that you're coming back for a reason um i, I liked it rollins is great and everything he does even if you don't like his character i think it's time to for sean to somewhat relinquish the title of mr wrestlemania to rollins Jeff
0: rollins yeah
1: Because he's never had a bad mania moment, no matter who he's went against. He's always, kind of like H has always said, kind of like Edge has always said, Taker, Sean, they always said, but when WrestleMania comes around, I'm a different monster. Yeah. Seth is just like that. And I think it's time for him to have the title of Mr. WrestleMania. It's time for it to be passed down uh, to Seth Rollins. Um,
0: That means that he's got to lose the freaking and stop doing the Joker laugh because... uh, this is, maybe with the exception of the Messiah, this is like my least favorite Rollins incarnation. Yeah. Like, it's kind of fun to do the whole sing-along with his entrance music and, and the cool outfits and the dancing thing. Like, I like it a little bit, yeah. but then the laughing and the silliness, I don't care for that. I My favorite Seth Rollins was Architect. Um, uh. Yeah, with the what was it that they called the authority? The authority
1: play know, when he he on.
0: that was my favorite Rollins. Maybe Nick and King awesome.
1: Slayer. King Slayer was awesome. But you know, other than that, I thought it was great. It was a good match. They that, both go that down. For me, that
0: for me was uh match one one A, one B with yeah. uh with Bianca and Becky. Yeah. I went back and rewatched both of those matches. Really, really good
1: stuff. Fantastic match.
0: Uh, Charlotte Flair defeating Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I predicted Ronda would get this one. Uh, and I did call that one wrong. Uh, that was Charlotte. Uh, but they've already announced a rematch for Backlash. So we'll see. It's
1: going to be tough for Ronda to
0: lose twice in a row.
1: Probably would have said that if I had to go to the bathroom, that was my match because I mean I, I've never never thrown shade at the talent that Charlotte has she really is probably the best wrestler the divas have the women's have but I don't know man like I just I'm not high on her like like you are I'm just not For like, me, I'm high on Becky I'm high on Liv or Rhea or but
0: what is well, Okay, but what is Liv doing? What is Liv doing that is so great that, that she's drawing you in more than Charlotte, who walks out, looks like a star, thinks she's a star, knows she's a star, and it shows, knows she's the best, and it shows, gives the best matches, is probably the best on the mic. Becky's really, really good, too. They're probably neck and neck, but Charlotte is, I believe everything she says, I believe everything she does, she has the best matches. Like, what is it that Liv is doing? Becky, I understand.
1: For me, Liv, yes. Liv is just Liv. Like, I've loved Liv since she showed up with that blue tongue and, and that little little group she was in. Like, I, I just love I, Liv. I just yeah, I, I just love Liv. I, I think she's, she's done great stuff, but I also really love Rhea. Uh, I've been high on Rhea since NXT. Um, and I, I was a fan of, even in the d- days of the four horsewomen of NXT, like I was a fan of Charlotte, but she was my least favorite out of the four, even then. And I knew she was a future star. So I, I don't know, man, like probably the same reason that I, I've not always loved that son i'm not always lean towards the what you just did said to describe charlotte that doesn't automatically make me think my favorite sure. i'm yeah. just like okay well she doesn't need my she doesn't some some people some people yeah. like chocolate ice cream some people like vanilla ice cream exactly yeah so i mean like and again like I said, I'll never, I will never look down or talk down upon her talent. She really is the best women's wrestler in the game. But I don't always want, I don't always cheer for the best wrestler in the game. You know, yeah. uh, sometimes I like Scrappy. I loved AJ Lee because she was Scrappy. She wasn't the best wrestler.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get into AJ Lee because yeah. the believability was, was not there for, for me with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then last thing of the night, something what a way
1: to close out the night. The wow. We, we, we close out you're... Romania and Texas.
0: And if you're going to follow Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey, despite your feelings about them, those are the two biggest names in the women's division. Probably. Uh, if you're going to follow that, it's gotta be something big. And this was it brother, because wow. I think everybody had low expectations. Because <laughs> oh, you know, Steve Austin's older and it's been 19 years. They didn't <laughs> they specifically never said a match, a match, it's gonna be the interview or whatever. But we got Stone Cold Steve Austin in a WrestleMania main event match in 2022. And with a cold no bar match. And like I don't know if you remember this, but you know, it was it was a long night. Both nights were long nights. Well, we're sitting there, and we didn't really react much. Like, it just kind of happened. And a couple minutes into it, I looked over at you, and you were kind of grinning a little bit. And I said, like, do you – can you believe this is happening right now? Like, is this for real? you were
1: like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) We just, like – We're watching a
3: Stone Cold
1: No Holds Barred WrestleMania match.
3: He
0: took bumps outside the ring. They went out into the crowd. They went up on the stage. He drove the the four-wheeler up and down the ramp. There were chair shots. It was great. It was so much fun. (laughs) And we got Stone Cold drinking the beer, like taking you back to like the days of Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan must pose at the end of the show. Do the Pythons. Put the hand in the ear. Well, Stone Cold must drink some beer and give somebody a stunner at the end in this day and age. So, great, great ending to night one. Uh, I remember last year, we loved night one of WrestleMania so much. And after it was over, you said, well, good luck, night two. Was that last year? You said that last year. Yeah. And then night two, I think we didn't like as much as night one. No. And now... Coming up uh, to night two here, I think you enjoyed night two better than there night were, one. There
1: were moments that made me enjoy two better. Um, yeah, see, and that's, that's the thing. Is Like, like I'll go ahead and say this before before we, we move to our intermission moment and before we talk about uh, night two. Um, I tweeted out, you know, like I, I give night one a B plus and night two an A. There were just some moments in night two that me personally, in my opinion – Resonated with more with me and I enjoyed more, it's, especially like, I mean, the the uh, the edge of it, like you can put edge on any night. And I'm going to say that automatically has a, a handicap for yeah. me. Um, not only edge, we also got to see a really amazing moment with a guy like Pat McAfee, who I've been following since his days kicking for the Colts. His show, do it for the brand. Allegedly, um, realize a dream. Roman Reigns was in night two, um, and Stone Cold again. Stone Cold again. Uh, and we, Mr. and again. we got some fun moments with Johnny Knoxville's thing. Like there were just moments in night two that resonated more with me personally, and I understood that putting this out on social media would probably garner, like, well, I like night one better. Like, that's what I expect. Is like, well, you know, I'd, I'd have to disagree. You know, I don't know. Someone being a human being or being intellectual enough to say, like, well, I just – I disagree with you. But, no, I got, like, people saying, like, you're effing stupid. You know, what about – like, this was mediocre. And, then, and I'm just like, dude, like, I would never in a million years – if the shoe is on a different foot, get in your comments and do this to you. Like, it doesn't bother like, you at all, does it, Tyler? It, it, it doesn't bother me, but, like, at the same <laughs> time, I feel like I need to be like – it's just – it's just – it's just what it is. And, and like you said today, that's social media, dude. And I know that. I've been attacked in comments way worse than that. But I was kind of like, dude, it's just – Like, I can't even put out, like, you know, I I like Night 2 a little better. it wasn't our opinion. I knew your opinion was separate than mine. But I was saying, like, me personally, blah, blah, blah. But night one ending the way it did, like, going back and looking at it, you know, in hindsight, I think it would be hard for me to actually say either one was better. Because now looking at it and having time to analyze it just since we talked today, uh, and watching clips of both nights since we left each other's uh, company. What, a few hours ago, six hours ago, something wow. like that. Wow. Um, you know, it's it's hard for me to really grade them both. I think they were both really moments for me resonated on both nights. And this was one of them. I mean, you ended a WrestleMania in 2022 with a no holds barred. Stone cold Steve Austin match, something we never thought in a million years would ever happen again. We were told for years he cannot do it again. He's done a hall of Famer. I'm going to tell you. The beers on all the corners, throwing the bird when you know he was told not to, you know, the producer said you can't, this is different, Steve, you can't flip things off. And he was probably just like, dude, this is Texas. I'm back. This is my last one. I just did a no holds barred match 19 years later. Screw you. I'm throwing some birds. I'm stone cold Steve Austin, and they're going to love it. Imagine being
0: Kevin Owens. Oh, sitting in that <laughs> ring, growing <laughs> up a probably,
1: mega fan. He probably went back behind the curtain, and was just like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> I bet, I bet he was a wreck. I mean, and I'm just thinking like, just sitting there in the ring, you hear that glass break and you, you're sitting in the ring looking down the ramp and there he comes walking towards you to have a moment with you that will live forever. Kevin Owens is a made man. He's immortalized now forever because of that moment. And on the inside, I just can't help but think like I envy him just just for that moment alone, like watching him walk to the ring. What would 15, 16 year old Kevin Owens
1: be, be thinking? What would he say? He probably would have never, a million years, dreamed that was going to happen. And and I, there's no way that I could have sat there. Like let's say Sting
0: was walking into the ring towards me, that I could just sit there and like perform and just be cool and not <laughs> be like persona. Like, he didn't grin one nothing, you know, yeah. because KO. He's he's a pro. He's that good. Yeah,
1: I'd have oh. been like he he. Oh, uh, I'm a bad guy. Uh, sorry. He <laughs> <Yeah>. he.
0: <laughs> but it bad- was.
1: It was really,
0: really a a cool uh, way to end Mania, like you said, that we thought we'd never ever see, so I'm glad that it happened. But we have lots of thoughts about uh, WrestleMania Sunday, which we'll get to.
1: Absolutely. And uh, before we get to our intermission, speaking of fantastic moments and things that you were never thought possible, let's talk about Manscaped. Yeah. I can guarantee you that most of these these superstars in the business use Manscaped. They've got to be smooth. Waist down, waist up, doesn't matter because they are peak physique. They, they, They are, especially like people like Roman Reigns. I mean, come on, he's a dual champion. And Manscaped takes care of your dual champions. That's right. Manscaped is the place to go for the ultimate tools for your family jewels. We're nerds. We sweat. We spend hours playing video games and podcasting and d and stuff like that. We have to take care of ourselves. So, 30 Energy Podcasts. Is happily brought to you by the great people of Manscaped. And right now, you can join us along with 4 million other men in this world using Manscaped. And right now, if you go to Manscaped and you pick your your plan and you get ordered, use this promo code. They gave us an exclusive promo code to give you, the listeners of 30 Nerdy, 20% off and free shipping. Use the promo code 30ANP, that's 30-A-N-P, to get 20% off and free shipping. And you will feel like a WrestleMania champion yourself. I guarantee it. It's true. It's damn true. So thank you, Manscaped. We are going to take a brief intermission. When we come back, we are going to be talking about the amazing night two of WrestleMania on the Wrestlemania Sunday, when 30 and Nerdy Podcast returns.
2: 30 and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Tennessee Legend Distillery. Established in the summer of 2015, Tennessee Legend Distillery is more than just another moonshine stop in the Smoky Mountains. From our multi-award winning, silky smooth, salted caramel whiskey, to our Kingsnake two-year-old bourbon whiskey, our local favorite vodka, and even our legendary line of cream liqueurs, there is something for everyone. Focusing on a small town vibe, our family and friend-owned and operated business has kept us grounded to the heritage of the Volunteer State with our fun, courteous, and smiling staff. Come in for free tastings and leave with your spirit of choice, whether it be Richard's Damn Good Gin or the legendary Hammershine. You can find us on social media by searching Tennessee Legend Distillery, where you can see behind-the-scenes features, new deals, and our always fan-favorite Thirsty Thursday cocktail recipes. Now, we do have two locations here in Sevierville, one on Highway 66, one on Newport Highway, We also have locations in Cookville and Nashville. If you do visit our Sevierville location located at 870 Winfield Dunn Parkway, tell them the guys at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. You'll receive a free shot glass and 15% off your purchase. What are you waiting for? Come be a legend at Tennessee Legend Distillery. Cheers to you, nerds. Join our friends at Encore
0: this spring for Ken Ludwig's hilarious farce, Moon Over Buffalo. With a plethora of pratfalls, slamming doors aplenty, and backstage shenanigans, King Ludwig's Moon Over Buffalo is a fast-paced, hilarious screwball comedy in the old tradition, a throwback farce, a valentine to the stage, and the larger-than-life personalities that inhabit the world of the theater. This production runs May 27th through June the 4th at Encore's new home at Oak Tree Plaza, 1570 Buffalo Trail in Morristown, Tennessee. For tickets to this show, or season tickets for the entire year, go to etcplays.org or call 423-813-8331. Encore Theatrical Company believes in the power of the arts, and if you come check out what Encore has to offer, we're certain you will too because it's not just theater, it's Encore. Hey, this is Ten M. Padawan J.
1: Coach Duffy.
0: From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening
1: to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcasts. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes. We are in our stupendous WrestleMania breakdown for WrestleMania 2022 in Dallas, Texas. So, we just concluded night one. It's fantastic. It was a great night. We had a nacho bar. Love you, brother. See you tomorrow. We get to night two. It's wings on the menu, and it's WrestleMania Sunday. Now, it's kind of cool to consider like WrestleMania Sunday, like Super Bowl Sunday, because WrestleMania up until the pandemic for most of our lives was a one-night event on Sunday. So it kind of, even though doing this two night event thing is really cool, it kind of gives this really cool opportunity to call it WrestleMania Sunday, the second night, the conclusion. That is the entire week of WrestleMania because it is a week now. Oh yeah, I mean they even it's it's such a big it's become such a massive thing now that it's incorporating the main stage shows like SmackDown now has to host the Andre the Giant battle Memorial battle Royal. Yeah. Because they can't keep put it in the card mania. Cause there's already so much stuff going
0: on. Yeah. I mean like the United States championship, the intercontinental championships, they were, they were not defended on, on the big show. So. No, they were in the week. They did And dis- despite the split into two days, both nights are still really long shows. Yeah. I mean, by the end of Sunday night, I was wrestlemania out, yeah. you know, <clears throat> but it, it was still a, a great night. So WrestleMania Sunday had an attendance of 78,453 fans up, uh, about almost a thousand
1: from the night before. So do you think um, it didn't go Saturday? Like, just like, ah, we'll go Sunday.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how that happens. Um, Maybe people just wanted to see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar more than
1: they wanted to see Stone Cold. What? I, I bet know. some people were like, "We can't do both nights." Well, I bet I wonder if they do a, t- a different ticket though. Like we haven't been live since they did the two night event. Now, so I wonder if it's like you can get one night or you can get both nights. So pick your night or Maybe. go both nights. I bet they do like a either a combo or you pick a night ticket, and most people would probably. by by the nature of the game, pick Sunday because it's typical WrestleMania day. And you would think night two is when they'd reserve the big boys. And they did. They did have some pretty big moments in two. Um, So we started out with R.K. Bro. Bro. Defeating the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Your thoughts? Uh. Pretty good match from what
0: I remember. Uh, it's not one that I went back and rewatched because I'm just not really invested in uh, really much of anything in the tag team division. I really like the street profits a lot. They're a lot of fun. Um And, you know, RK, bro.
1: You think it's, 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 it's run its course. <laughs> maybe not. I mean, they're, they're cool,
0: I guess. Um, I'm just not a fan of riddles whole persona. I would much rather him be like a serious, yeah, you know, vicious fighter. I was hoping that Randy Orton would sort of lead him down that path and make him a little more serious. Like maybe even, a. I feel like I say this for everybody, like, Oh, let's get a heel version of him, But you know, it's true. Like I'd like to see him as a heel. Um, I'd, don't remember what my prediction was on this because uh, I didn't really care so much. But uh, RK Bro did get the win, and they're gonna keep going. Their yeah. their reign's been going for a long time. It really like, has, and they lost
1: it for a little bit, and then they got them back. So, well, they've just been together for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, then, mean, I, think, I think that was the one where I said I got RK Bro, and you were busy, and you never actually made a pick.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think that's that's what happened. So, yeah. next up, we had Bobby Lashley and o- almost. almost almost, however, you say the guy's name. Um, Bobby Lashley won. I didn't predict that he would because I just kind of felt like, why he, did he need it?
1: No, I mean, maybe, maybe to keep that almighty moniker and to, to set no pun intended to save face like uh, he did come out the baby face out of this. Uh, and it yeah, only, I don't like baby face. His baby face was only, you know, grasped a bit more the night after because not only almost, but MVP turned on him. Yeah, his his friend and manager of over a year now turned and on that, him. And, and
0: it's something. So yeah. I'm interested in MVP and <coughs> anything he does. <coughs> Excuse me. So. You know, that's I didn't care for the results of the match like story wise, uh, but now they got me back on that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. So next we had the Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn match and people have been very divided on this one. Some people have said it was the most offensive, awful thing they'd ever seen in the wrestling business. We all know how much I love Jim Cornette, and to me, Jim Cornette's word is basically, you know, it, okay? Um, He was disgusted with it, uh, so upset, so offended, didn't even want to finish the show. I had fun with it. I really liked it.
1: Uh, But the difference is – I'm just happy to hear this because I'm glad to know that you're not completely – under the heel of this, this this man, this Jim Cornette guy, and I'm a purist, damn it! And I didn't like it, so no one else should. It's not what well, he, he said. Was, like
0: if you liked this, enjoyed this, or anything like that, then you're a moron or whatever. And I was like, I guess I'm a moron because yeah, I had a lot
1: of fun with it. And typically, I don't. I don't nobody's word to me is. Law, like if he can say that to his listeners who's been listening devoutly, like you, who actually enjoyed the map, you're a moron, like well, you Jim Cornette, like really, wow. who cares? Like at that, that okay? that's
0: just part of his gimmick, like just being harsh and stuff. That's his shtick, um, I, and I do think most most of what he says for me is is law because he's one of the smartest dudes as far as wrestling that there are out there. I mean, and a lot of people will say that a lot of the old timers, especially like. He might be brilliant. But he can still he be. A bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, he and I have such similar mindsets about so many things with the business life. Don't insult our intelligence, make
1: it real, make it believable. We want to believe. It's not so that hard. This is the same guy that when we were in Johnson city meeting sting and seeing a wrestling event, it's believable that Ricky Morton and his old ass tag team partner can take the tag team titles off of fresh young heat no. seekers. That's no. the same guy who's saying this stuff. Who met, who, who okay. met. Yeah, in you're a right.
0: Time. But how did, how did the, how did they win that match over the heat seekers? He
1: turned on them.
0: Yeah, Jim Cornette hit him with the with the tennis racket, which is how the old dudes won. So if I'm in a fight with a dude twice my age, and someone hits me over the head with something that might be a loaded tennis racket, there's no shame
1: in that, and that's believable. I mean, I guess, but you know how I feel about. I mean, I, I, I kind of like it with the Charlotte Flair thing. I will not knock. Jim Cornette's hand in the business years, or his savviness or his intelligence. Sometimes I think he is extremely smart. He knows the business. He's been in it. But even in this world, you can accumulate bias over time. He has a bias. Pritchard has a bias. Bias is invented in the many years that they're in the business. Different outlooks on what the business should like. If if Corny had his way, we would not get fun moments like this. Yeah. We also probably would never get champions like Daniel Bryan or Dolph Ziggler. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because it's just not – they're, they're small. That's not true. I don't know. I just – I have a, a an affinity to – a lot of the old guys with their podcasts and how they shit talk today or down people who enjoy what today is. And it's just I have an affinity for that. I'm just like Ugh. but you it's mean
0: like aversion to it, like aversion,
1: not affinity. Yeah. I have an aversion to it.
0: Well, normally this Johnny Knoxville thing would not be something that I would care about because it was so silly. But like Johnny Knoxville. Enough said, what what do you expect? It's basically going to be an episode of Jackass in a wrestling ring. And that's what we've got. If you so, expected anything else, you are a moron. <laughs> that's exactly what I expected it would be.
1: Yeah.
0: And look, Johnny Knoxville has been getting hurt for 20 something years. So getting hit by a big dude is, yeah, like it's believable that he's going to take it and be able to keep going. Cause that's been his life for 20 years so yeah all the little props and stuff it was silly but it was fun we man coming out of the ring and body slamming Sami Zayn oh huge pop I popped for it that was mm. great uh Sami Zayn giving wee man the kick to the face Uh Chris party boy
1: party boy all of it was great. And if anybody could really make this look good, aside from Sammy Zayn, Zayn, I could say Dolph would probably make this match fun and look good. Yeah. Maybe Miz. I'm like, dude, Sammy made this match great. Sammy Zayn is one of the best in the business at what he does right now. Yeah. He's killing it. Like and he killed out his Eric Co. Actual- from 20 years ago, 15 years ago, is now long haired Sami Zayn in a WrestleMania match making this look fun and good because it's not just in the hands of Knoxville and the Jackass guys, a lot of it is in the hands of the professionality of Sami Zayn. And I think um, that it showed more on the positive side of him and what he's willing to do. And he had fun. You can tell he was having fun with this. Yeah. So he said he's very, he's
0: very proud of it. And I think he should be. It's yeah. It was a memorable moment that'll live forever. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Only thing that I thought was missing was Steve O. I was really hoping Steve O would be there. But I uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> so next up, we had the Women's Tag Team Championship match a four-way match with Naomi and Sasha Banks defeating Carmella and Queen Zelina, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Ugh. <laughs> I was not sure about this one. I think I was back and forth about my pick. I think I ended up going Liv and Rhea Ripley.
1: Yeah, uh, we went to Liv and Rhea Ripley because we felt like uh, they were building towards this, like, it's time – you know, Liv's been doing this watch-me thing. Rhea's a monster. You know, she's a former champion. Um, and they, they, you know, you put them in this, like, Batman and Catwoman, like, tandem outfit. You've been building them as this, like, dark tandem more so than you do a lot of your other tag teams <laughs> instead of just putting two random people together.
3: Um well,
0: but- the good news is, though, is that this means Rhea Ripley can move on to hopefully greater things than the women's Greenfield. tag team division, which is not really, no offense to the ladies, but they got a long way to go for yes. the tag team division to be really super meaningful
1: yeah.
0: Um, to the point where it's just as good as having a solo storyline or anything like yeah. that. So her possibly joining this edge
1: group, it'll be great for her. And, uh, I, and I, I, I'm not upset about Naomi and Sasha winning. Yeah, not at all. Let's look at this. Sasha is now the first two-time women's tag team champion. Right. And part uh, and her and Naomi winning make them the first African-American women to win the tag team titles. And she was the first one, period. To win with Bailey. Her, her yeah. and Bayley, yeah. Yeah. So, like we said in our women's – of WWE episode, tack another first onto Sasha Banks' record. Yeah. She just is proving that she is a future Hall of Famer.
0: Future Hall of Famer.
1: And one of the yeah. best in the business today.
0: Most of those women in that match, I think, are probably going to be future
1: Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. I'm high on going, Shayna Baszler. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, not either. Never really been high on Shayna Baszler. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I just. She's never, I mean, she's brutal. She's She's not not great on the mic either. It's the mic. Me and you, really, you can sell yourself to us on how good you are on a mic.
3: Yeah.
1: Or if you can follow a mic, a mouthpiece really well, like Brock did with Haney. Yeah. You have a good mouthpiece and you back it up in the ring. You don't really have to be good on the mic.
0: Part of the whole package.
1: Yeah. You have to be part of the whole package. But enough about them. I think it was a, it was a fun match. It was it was good with all the women involved. I think it was planned well. I think it was executed well. Uh, a lot of these women, as we said, are future Hall of Famers. Um, some funny moments, some fun moments, and again, talk, tack another first for Sasha. Amazing! It's a great opportunity for both of them. I'm really happy that they get to to share this story together. Um, On to the next one. One I was really looking forward to. Is actually, when he came back, one of the first things I said at that rumble was, Oh my God, maybe we'll get to see some dream matches like edge and AJ Styles yeah, remember saying that very vocally going, that's a dream match of mine now that he's back, you've right. got to pit them against each other, and by God, we got to see it
0: and it was pretty good. that was one I went back and rewatched tonight. what'd you think um, <clears throat> Yeah, good. I was kind of busy, like, cleaning up the kitchen during that match. Um, It was, oh, hard-hitting, lots of finishers, lots of, like, you know, that whole story of one mistake will cost you the match and, like, who can withstand the most and all the finishers and the false finishes. And um, finally we had the ending where AJ's going for the phenomenal forearm and Edge catches him in the air with a spear. Mm-hmm. And Edge always sells that whole, like, exhaustion, like, I've been through hell, I've been beaten uh, down so much, and I won. And I'm just like – I love the way he, he sells that afterwards. It's all and, wide-eyed and just sits on his knees. And his hair is all crazy. <laughs> uh, but we kind of got the reveal of the Damian Priest deal. He's going to join with Edge. and That
1: they was did a quick, quick hill change for, for Damian Priest. Like, lost the title to – to Balor and was gone and now suited up with Edge. Man. They did a,
0: a thing on Raw the next night about him saying, oh, like, you know, who better to to learn from than you? So I want to follow you or or whatever. Yeah. So Edge is going to do, like, his own brood-type thing. Brood too. I guess, maybe, you know. I hope uh, But the rumor is that Rhea is going to be a part of it, and I hope so. I think that'd be a great move. She's a yeah. perfect fit. So he let's is. not let's not squander this opportunity. WWE, don't WWE it. We're we're doing well here recently. <laughs> let's keep it up. So uh, moving on, Sheamus and Ridge Holland defeated the New Day, which was uh, a surprise to me. I thought the New Day would win. I thought we'd have that big victorious moment after their their brother in arms, Big E, yeah. had that terrible injury and I mean, really serious breaking his neck um and what i had heard was that if his neck hadn't been so thick and muscular that probably would have killed him yeah and i mean have you seen the the footage of it
1: yes yeah and the way he just laid there i was when it went when i i didn't get to watch it happen live but the next day when i watched like the the if you follow the wwe snapchat they do like 10 Countdown of like moments from the night before I watched it and it was number one. And I was like, Oh my God, he, 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 might be paralyzed, but yeah, he's okay. Thank uh, God he's walking. You know, he's able to like walk around his house and you know, he didn't even
0: have to have surgery.
1: He's very lucky. I don't know. That just goes to prove how day in and day out, they have to live the athleticism that they are portraying. Yeah. If he wasn't so fit, he could be dead.
0: And I don't know if he's gonna be able to come back. They if they've said like, you know, his career's over or he's gonna to get to come back, if they've said I haven't heard. Yeah. But I hope
1: that's not the end for Big E. I really don't either. Um he a, he's he he got his WWE championship win. He joined Kofi in that legacy, you know, like a year after Kofi's win. And like it's just so awesome. And like from the day Big E showed up in NXT all those years ago and won the NXT title from from Seth, I was like, this guy is going to be huge. Yeah. And things and, were like really picking up. And he's just so fun. Even if even uh, if he's not in the main event, just you know, he's just fun. Like he'll do the little dance thing and entertaining guy.
3: Oh,
1: you know, it's just and, Kofi and Xavier were yeah wore
0: his entire attire out so that was really cool but I was surprised at, at the it result
1: gosh match it was quick and, and we
0: had uh, the whole Pete Dunn as butch trying to pull man. Kofi's ear off or something at the end that was silly it's like my least favorite moment of the night probably was that whole bit especially because I wanted new day to win for the you know
3: the yeah. glory
0: of you know winning for it for biggie but whatever. Uh, Pat McAfee, super hype match, lots of fun, exciting. Pat McAfee was great. I was so hoping they would pay for Seven Nation Army for his entrance music because they get away with doing that at events because it's not on TV. Yeah. So it's like they can play Seven Nation Army for him to walk to the ring in front of the Thomas Bullen Arena when the cameras aren't going. Yeah. Uh, But at WrestleMania, they had to pay for that, and I was hoping they would, and they did. Um,
1: that whole out with
0: the whole segment was hours. a lot
3: Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, it was good so stuff. Because, awesome. like, to see the, the playback of him, like, you know, like every kid, I I built a little title, a paper title. And I'd fight on the trampoline, and my dream was to be in the WB, and I retired at 29 from the Colts you know, after uh, winning a Super Bowl ring and, and being, a you know, this, this kicker and got my own talk show, show, and now I'm a WWE commentator, and my biggest dream growing up as a kid was to be in a WrestleMania match. And kind of like we said about Logan Paul, he got to fulfill his dream, but I wouldn't consider this, like, a celebrity segment. Yeah. Because, like, he's not coming from the outside world. He's in this world, you know. uh, He's been commentating. He is a pretty physical specimen. uh, And he started training like as soon as he was done with football. Yeah, and he started training for it. And he took bumps well. He gave bumps well. He sold the crowd. You know, he got hype. He looked good. It was fun to watch. It was great. Um, I'm a big McAfee Fan, uh, even even though I'm not a Colts fan, I was always a McAfee fan, and my brother Christopher has this McAfee, this Pat McAfee Christmas sweater that says allegedly on it. Uh, so I know he was just on cloud nine watching this match. Um,
0: you remember was awesome. uh, WrestleMania? Was it ten uh, when Shawn Michaels won? For the no, that was for the Intercontinental. When was it that Sean won the uh heavyweight title for the first time? And Vince McMahon did the the boyhood dream has
3: come boyhood. true. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um we had that feeling. whenever that was 12 or 13 or whatever. Yeah. Uh this is sort of like the new boyhood dream. Yep. you know, just Pat McAfee being on on the WrestleMania card at all, and they kept talking about that since I was a kid. This is all I ever wanted. And then the fact that Vince McMahon was involved in this storyline too, it's sort of like a cool, you know, contrasting. Yeah, Vince thing. playing
1: Vince, backing a young kid who is athletic, who is like the future of the company, putting his name on him, you know, doing old Vince McMahon heel stuff to Pat, getting involved, pulling his legs, stuff like that, and then to take off his shirt and be sporting that vintage black tank that Vince has worn since the 90s. Um, Still looks pretty good. For 78 78. years old, you (laughs) better believe it. He looks better than us. Got in there, did a match with Pat McAfee. Of course, most of it was being screwed around by Austin Theory. Yeah, it was like a three-minute match. Yeah. Uh, Vince
0: McMahon had a match at WrestleMania
1: again. Wow. And in true 90s style, Vince yeah. McMahon doing heel shit just to get interrupted by the breaking glass. Yeah. Didn't we say, like, the glass is definitely going to break at some point? Yeah. yeah.
0: And sure enough, it did. Seconds later, why, why have one night of WrestleMania with Stone Cold showing up, giving stunners and drinking beer, when you can have two nights of it? And that's what we got. And nobody complained. Hmm but it's like that's another one of those things like can you believe we just saw that and that was the rumor weeks and weeks ago like oh Vince McMahon's gonna have a match at Wrestlemania and the rumor is it's Pat McAfee and people are like nah come on and then you know they sort of yeah with the Austin Theory thing but here it was I mean they
1: got us yeah I was stoked it was great however it did follow up with the worst botch stunner Oh, poor Vince. In the history of botch stunners, as bad as bad a botch as the first stunner he ever took. This was worse, uh, I think. It was way worse.
0: <laughs> and Austin stands up and he's laughing about it. Because what I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna that? do?
1: But but then, it was you know, epic in its own said, way. He stunned Austin Theory and then had a beer with Pat McAfee and in true stone cold fashion, stunned Pat McAfee. And then we got one of the greatest memes in wrestling history, Pat McAfee on the outside after being stunned, tipping his beer over to at least still have a drink. Just like, huh, oh, well you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> and what an amazing way to lead into our finale of WrestleMania. Not just the main some, event. but of the entire WrestleMania 2022. The Battle of the Titans that has been built of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And this is like that. It's like their ninth time fighting, you know, the third uh,
0: time for real. Uh, But they build it as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, which. Did it feel like the biggest WrestleMania match of all time for us? Probably not.
1: As much. You want to know what, what uh, biggest... When I'm thinking biggest WrestleMania match of all time, I think of things like Rock and Austin, H and Taker, HBK and Taker, like those... Type and of Rock. Games. Cena and uh, Rock. Hogan and Rock. You know, those are the biggest... And,
0: and Michaels.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, when they meant but, biggest, I was like, oh, surely they just mean size, because we really know that these guys aren't going to deliver what they're calling it. But if you look at it on paper though, it's hard to argue.
0: Looking at Roman over the last okay, looking at heel Roman since that's been a thing, undefeated. Looking at Brock Lesnar, where even though we just talked about it and how much we disagreed with it, he Defeated the Undertaker at WrestleMania for the first time. Um, how many times? Ten times as WWE champion or more? Now I don't know. Um, on paper and unifying the belts. Yeah. So on paper, it, it's hard to argue that it's it's not the greatest or biggest WrestleMania match of all time.
1: So yeah, maybe not the greatest, but yeah, it, not greatest, but it biggest possibly, maybe. Um. You know, we knew it was going to happen. Short uh, match? We knew it was going to be a short match. We knew that Roman was going to unify the titles uh, to c- cement his legacy as, you know, the biggest thing today and the, the best heel going so far, probably since and- the days of, you know, Hill punk or Jericho or Miz when he was on his, you know, probably one of the best heels of the last – 5 or 6 years easily.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt, for sure. I I think he's he's up there, man. He's he's really hitting It's it's it sounds crazy to say this, okay? It sounds crazy to say it. Maybe it's not crazy, but it feels crazy. Roman Reigns on this run is reaching goat status for me. Not as the number 1 goat, but like he is one of the goats. No, I agree. Because of this run alone, yeah. And even before that, you know, he, I just didn't cheer for him, and I didn't enjoy the, you know, the forced
1: babyface character. And I never enjoy that exactly because shortly after WrestleMania, if you haven't watched it, I, I highly recommend this show that they're doing on on the network called Evil. Um, it's about the great heels of of the past couple decades and his aired after mania and even though we didn't finish it before i left i went back and watched his episode and they talked a lot about that like you know he couldn't continue his career for the minnesota vikings because he had leukemia so he was like well i'm gonna start training my family's in the rest family business why not and then even in NXT, they were like, you know, the Usos were saying, "Hey, we're doing this thing, and you know, come do with, it, come do this wrestling business with us." You got to be here. You should be here. Um, forced babyface for a while in NXT. Didn't like it. He was like, "It's just not me." Uh, the Shield came out, and even though they were bad guys when they started out, they were over like already immediately on that Survivor Series when they attacked. Um, and they're, they're hounds of justice type stuff. And even after they broke up, they started doing this yet again, this forced face like, oh, he's he's physically he's what Vince wants as like the John Cena or the Triple H face or the rocker. But but he's like, it's not just it's just not who I am.
0: And part of the issue, dude, I think was that they didn't change him like he kept the shield music, which I love the shield music, but that's not the shield isn't a thing anymore. So why are we doing this? Like he kept that music. He kept the same gear. He kept the walking in through the crowd stuff. Like he kept all of that stuff. He didn't change. He didn't become his own thing. And we knew it was like, it was forced. It was becoming John Cena all over again, every main event, every single time there he is. Yeah. And so the fans always reject that when you force him. you force a guy down our throats like that. We always reject it. It seems so. Um, the the hill turn very welcomed. It's been going great since it started over, I guess, a year ago now. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm I'm here for anything that is happening with Roman Reigns and the Usos and Paul Heyman and all of that. I'm totally bought into that. I don't have a Bloodline shirt. One day, I think I probably will get one. I don't think that there's been a design I want. I
1: want a Bloodline shirt. I'm just
0: well don't. they. I just don't want a black one. All the wrestling shirts are black and it drives me nuts. So they did a
1: white one. Yeah. They did a white one and a red one. Yeah. I a like white the red one. A lot. Clean. It was looked really good. But the problem with white shirts is you can't spill a damn thing on them. It does not go away. Coffee, tea, yeah. cherry Coke. It doesn't matter what it is. If, if you can like, well, I'll wash it tomorrow. You can wash it tomorrow. And You'll still see it the next time. It's still gonna be there, it's still gonna be there. Haunting you. <laughs> I ruined it's like back in the days when people were all about their white-on-white white shoes. I'm like, dude, you can wear them once, <laughs> like one time. <laughs> and that stain right on there. your shirt, that stain on
0: your shirt is like, acknowledge me.
1: <laughs> but this match was what it was, man. And I really wish that for the the last match that we're talking about in this episode and I wish there was more that we could really talk about because it is the main event match of Wrestlemania well okay Do do you think we're done with Brock for a while no he's already booked for Backlash is he yeah him and Roman again I don't think it'll be him and Roman okay um I would imagine that Roman will have a little flea in his ear uh, like the Miz or somebody for backlash or, I mean, they might be Brock and Roman again, but I don't think we need it. Um, I could see it being someone like Kevin Owens, you know, or, but I don't know. Uh, I know uh, Cody had a, Cody Rhodes had a
0: dark match with KO after Monday night raw and they're advertising Cody and Miz for yeah coming. I'm not seeing anything about Brock Lesnar. Oh, Lacey Evans returned, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's true. The best direction we go from here is not Brock and Roman again, obviously. I know that Backlash has become WrestleMania Backlash, and I I know that that's the story of the pay-per-view, and it has been for 20 years. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the backlash has to be the repeated same stories we saw at WrestleMania. Some of the backlash could be Ms. Feeling like, okay, I did that at Mania, but I not only beat the Mysterios, I also planted Logan's Jake or whichever, Paul, uh, facing that too. And I'm done with this crap. I'm a am cha- a champion, damn it. I'm a two-time WB champion. I'm the greatest intercontinental champion of the yeah. last 20 years. Like, what, do, what am I doing? I'm I'm the freaking Exactly. Champion. Yes. I mean, That's did I, want. I say in the group text the other day that the last good intercontinental champion was the Miz. I mean, think about it. <laughs> it's yeah. it, no I mean, right no, now right it's Right now it's ricochet. It's no longer the title. I loved the white title. I liked Finn Balor
0: as the IC title. IC champion, I mean. So, I'm on the Backlash Wikipedia page, which, you know, take that for what it is. But the only match that is confirmed on here is Charlotte and Ronda in an I Quit match, which is an interesting stipulation for the two of them. Uh, So, I'm excited for that. Uh, But nothing about Brock yet. So, maybe it's just said he'll
1: be there, but he doesn't have a match yet. So, I don't know. Maybe, and maybe it's time to see face Cowboy Brock, see if he can work with another heel.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, we got that same version of Brock for so many years, and every time he would lose, I was hoping that we wouldn't get him back again because I was done with him. And sure enough, there he'd be again, same old, same old. And now that he lost this match and he's this new version of Brock, I'm wondering what's going to happen. I mean, is he going to take a break again? Is he going to come back and keep doing the good guy Brock? Is he going to wait till SummerSlam? This is your proof,
1: though, if it works. Because it's easy to push a face-fun Cowboy Brock with the baddest guy you have in the company right now in the tribal chief Roman reigns, but can face cowboy fun, loving Brock work against a bad guy like KO. Is he that bad of a guy to make this Brock sellable? It's worked with Roman because of all the stuff that comes with that. It really has been like a good brute trying to take on this tribal chief the real proof is can he work with other people with this persona so it'll be interesting it will and it's different that's one thing i can say that i've enjoyed probably the most thing i've enjoyed about the brock is it's different right like even said, it's great to watch him he's actually having fun i i hadn't cared about uh brock lesnar
0: at all in a really really long time and uh, seeing him looking like he's having fun is fun for the audience me included yeah so if he comes back cool as long as he's doing this version and trying that for a little bit longer uh but if he doesn't come back anymore that's okay too yeah it's yeah. brock lesnar i'm whatever buddy yeah but, uh, but, hey, but what I'm not whatever about was WrestleMania 38, because I got to say, overall, one of the best WrestleManias we've had in it a is. really long time. I really can't recall one that I enjoyed as much as this one. Um, So I had fun. And, and it was fun. I'm, I'm interested right now in a few things that are going on. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> Hope they can keep it up. And I know that comes SummerSlam, we're hoping to go and be there live and in person. So hopefully we'll be really yep. interested in what's going on, really involved uh, at that time. And, and we'll have a lot more to talk about.
1: Absolutely. Uh, this has been fun, though, man. That is your 30 and 30, stupendous WrestleMania breakdown for this year. Another Mania come, another Mania gone. It was good. It was it was fun. We had a great meal, great conversation, great moments, and at the end of the day, that's all we ask for.
0: And we should try to go to the fortieth anniversary of WrestleMania.
1: I would agree. I would imagine the fortieth. I'm I'm thinking probably New York is what they'll say for the fortieth. Yeah, close to close to their
0: home. What they should do is have like WrestleMania 40 in different locations, like have part of it at Madison square garden, part of it at Barclays center.
1: That would be great.
0: Something like that.
1: Be really cool. Another two location mania. Mm-hmm. Um, well, nerds and what did you think of WrestleMania? Let us know. Give us your rate rank, ranking, your favorite match, your favorite moments. Uh, what'd you think about it? Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, You guys have a great uh, evening, a great day. Stay safe out there. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And as always, cheers to you. Acknowledge me. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy podcast brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Tennessee Legend Distillery, and the Gatlinburg Brewing Company. 30 and Nerdy podcast is a bad cast company production, founder, of the council of nerds survive the apocalypse by finding 30 and nerdy podcast along with other amazing shows at podchaser.com looking for more on the 30 and nerdy podcast check out the website 30andnerdypodcast.com there you'll find our directory we're on TikTok, twitter facebook instagram and everywhere in between To leave a voicemail, you can go to speakpipe.com slash 30andnerdypod, or you can leave an email 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Until next time, nerd up or shut up. Cheers to you, nerds.
3: both ruined with matching insatiable hearts and i knew that one day we'd take this too far my misgivings fade into nothing when i touch your skin and feel your heart be next to mine i'm not living if i don't